Bam! Welcome to Bonus Barrel! I'm Rob, and with me today is... Jeff. I'm Sandy. The, th the three of us are back together. How are you guys doing today? I'm okay. You okay? I'm oh, yeah. I'm, I'm very okay. Very okay? Yeah, because I'm really excited for Mario Kart 8. Which is out as we speak. Right now. We're recording on Thursday, the day it came out. And uh, we, you know, at this point in time, we've already, in the future, our future selves, we've already played it. <laughs> uh, but we have played a little bit of it. A little bit. I haven't tried it yet. I stayed I'm late last night. You know, usually this kind of things get released at 1 a.m. our time. Right? Yeah. So I stay, I stayed up. Then 1 a.m. came and went. And no. Didn't no come update. up. Well, I didn't no. stay up then. I went to no bed. update. Then I went and checked Reddit. Yeah, I checked the Mario Kart uh, Reddit, yeah. and they said it wasn't until 5 a.m. Did you stay up for that? No, I, went to, I <laughs> went to sleep. Uh, apparently, they had to do some server maintenance and whatnot. Stupid. So, anyway. I figured you were going to stay up for it, Seiji, because I knew with Mario Party, you played it like that night, you told me, yeah, when you I downloaded did. it. So I figured it would be the same thing with I Mario Party. I thought you Party. didn't even need to sleep. I thought you could just <laughs> be on. Well, I guess your power still runs out, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. I have played a little bit of it. The tracks are really cool. Cool. Big Blue or whatever, that, that was cool. The new characters are really cool. Yeah. Isabelle, I don't like her. The new carts are really cool. The Beetle and the, the little um, motorcycle. Oh, I like, I like motorcycles. Yeah, I, I use motorcycles too. So It's more like a, like a scooter kind of thing. And it changes uh, its its design and color depending on which character you're using. Oh, that's, that's really cool. cool. If you, so if you use Isabelle, it's really cute. It's white with a lot of um, <laughs> um, Animal Crossing icons. Okay. But if you use like Mario, it's just red, plain red. What do you think about them putting segways in as a racing device? A segway? Oh, oh, yeah, oh, one like, of those things. Little, scooter. little slow. What do you think about for that? Two hundred cool, cc, though? but and they also release new uh, outfits for your Mies with your amiibos. Gonna get my Mega Man costume. Yeah, when wait, I get home is today. Bowser one now? I'm not sure. The only one I know is Mega Man because the one I really cared about. Right, so. of course. So yeah. all about you, Jeff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Can't know Little one-dimensional here. So <laughs> the new content is cool, but what it, what changes the game a lot is 200 CC. Oh yeah, or oh, is insane. I haven't played it. Yet. Have you tried like a lot of the courses on 200? Or yeah, I tried uh, the first cup. And it's crazy. Couldn't get the first place. Oh, Seiji can't get first place. Even with your hacks, you couldn't get the first place? <laughs> you keep. Um, so one thing that you have to learn is to break while you're what? drifting. What does that mean? Yeah, you you press the, the B button, okay. you, you you can break. What, right? Do you slow down or something? You stop? What's break? What? Yeah, you slow down a little bit. And it's necessary now to get like really sharp turns. Oh man, I'm not good at sharp turns. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise you just go you, you just go and, and, and Oh I can't I gotta try this out or something. I, I don't know, I can't visualize it because I don't it's make hard. I don't do tight turns really well. It's so. hard. So imagine uh, the 150 cc, but you are with uh, mushroom boost all the time. Yeah, that oh. that was the impression. I got the impression that you almost brutal. always have the drift boost when you're moving. That's almost what it looked like. Jeez. But mushroom is even more crazy because that's really fast. That's what it feels. And oh man, one thing that I noticed is that I was at in in first place and I was getting mushrooms. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, uh, one thing I can say, <laughs> wow. I'm going to start breaking the swearing already. Um, fuck the baby Mario Kart uh, level. Baby Park? Yeah, because you're just like, it's all these little curves and stuff, and I can't make those turns really well. So I'm just slamming Imagine into the wall. Yeah, I can, and I don't want and, to. And, and you try to adjust on 150cc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> and, I'm all, and I'm like, I hate this track. I'm so doing terrible. in 200cc, this is how it plays out. So, you go into a curve, and you drift, and then mini boost. And as 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 soon as you as you as you release the 
the, the jump button to release the the mini turbo, yeah. you have to drift again. Wow. You have to drift again. Why? Yeah, because you're because other, otherwise you 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 don't make it. Yeah. Oh man, I'm, I'm not so ready for this. You're you're basically drifting mini boost, drifting mini boost, drifting mini boost. You know what I mean? I, I know exactly what you mean because I kind of play that way already sometimes because I try to get as many boosts as you can. What I what I'm gonna do is I'm think I'm gonna do the excite bike course on 200 cc to get used to it because that's gonna probably be the easiest one to get used to. I'm gonna say it like this: if you're not drifting by mid part of the before the turn, you know what I mean. You're not gonna make it. No, I don't know. I always it. drift. So I don't know what you're. I can't even. But when do you start drifting? Uh, as soon as I see a corner. Okay, I, no, it, I drift long before that stuff. I yeah, usually, in, in this particular uh, course, you have to do it way before. Yeah, okay, I usually do that. So that, okay. that'll be. I, might, yeah, I, might I usually I usually try to drift as much as I. Yeah, can. Yeah, I'm almost yeah. always drifting when I'm playing, but I don't I don't do I don't barake. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we the shenanigans yeah. need to end, and it's time to get to some news. All right, so I'm going to start right now. Adventure Time, new game coming out. That's not a big deal, but this time, here, wait for it. 3D, 3D Adventure Time game. For ah, adventure game, no action adventure game. First is from GameSpot, and you guys can be excited in a second. And so, independent developer Little Orbit and Cartoon Network announced a brand new game based on the popular animated TV show Adventure Time, which is an awesome show. It's called Adventure Time: Finn and Jake Investigations. The game is development. The game is in development at Little Orbit's development studio, Vicious Cycle, which is they've done Ben Ten Omniverse, and will launch in November. I know you. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll launch in November for the latest co- consoles like Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Wii U. What's going on? As well as Xbox 360, PS3, good. 3DS. And <laughs> oh, 3DS too, though? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. The Wii U, is it getting a little bit more love lately? I think as I think long so. as it's going to one of the, the older systems, the Wii U is like, well, might as well, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. Well, it's a very cartoony game, so it fits on the Wii U, I think. But, well, I'm assuming it's going to be a cartoony game because it's... Apparently, this game promises mind-bending puzzles. So it's probably better than Portal. See, I figured it'd be a puzzle game. Most Adventure Time games I've seen are puzzle games. No, what? Most of what I've seen. I'm sure there's I, other ones So I actually there. bought one. I bought one for the 3DS. Hey, Ice King, why'd you steal our garbage? And uh, it plays like a top-down, uh, kind of like Legend of Zelda 2. Almost exactly like Legend of Zelda 2. Uh-huh. A simpler, easier Legend of yeah, Zelda 2. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty fun. The music's pretty good. For what? For, yes. Oh, cool. it's only, like, brand new. It was only 20 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's um, right. I haven't played it on any other... I haven't played the other two, but I know the middle one that came out was bad, from what I understand. It was like Dungeon Crawler one. That's uh, So that's it for that one. Just pretty... You know, Adventure Time, Wii U... I never, never really watched Adventure Time. Oh, it's great, man. Yeah. It's, uh, I've heard really strange things. It is a strange show. I was resistant to watch it because I thought it would be like lol random, which I don't like. But no, it's just a really fun, enjoyable show, so you should check it out. Give it a few episodes. I heard, I heard this funny thing about Adventure Time that it's apparently the whole show takes place after, like, a World War Three, after yeah. a nuclear apocalypse. About a thousand years after, yeah. yeah. And, and Everything's it, mutated. And Finn's, like, the only human left alive, essentially. Kind of, yeah. Sort of. So I just, I found it's, that really It's twisted. awesome. It's it, twisted. No, it is, it's dark. The so. show has, like, subtle dark stuff. I think you'd actually like it. Uh, well, I watched one episode, and I don't remember the context, but there was clouds literally called LSD, <laughs> and they were, like, Getting high off of the clouds, and it was it was just like yeah, there's adult stuff. Yeah, all. it's it's pretty great. I, honestly, you should you should check it out. You should too. Since I know you only have one piece of news and you have none, <laughs> I will go on with a few more. Capcom, a company we've heard of, the done Mega Man, I think, reveals a new Ghostbusters game of the female Ghostbusters movie. So no, oh. IGN, uh, the game titled Puzzle Fighter 
It's described by Capcom as a part puzzler, part card game, part RPG, and it will allow players to collect characters from Ghostbusters universe. You get some extreme Ghostbusters in this uh, hmm. screenshot. Judging from the screenshots, Puzzle Fighters looks like a take on the match three gameplay made famous by Bejeweled and Candy Crush, albeit with a hint of combat thrown into the mix. You'll be able to start busting to make you feel good this coming June. So it's an iOS game. Yeah, it looks it looks like it. It does look like. I know. I'm I'm I don't care. Capcom though. Yeah, I don't care for these bejeweled clones. I don't like them, with but... like a Ghostbusters skin. You know. Yeah, That's what it I is. know. And it's like, I didn't like Marvel uh, Puzzle Fighters or whatever the hell it's called. Puzzle Quest. I like Puzzle Quest. I didn't like the Marvel one. Anyways, that's pretty popular. But yeah, I saw this today and just Ghostbusters itself is a cool franchise. It's didn't it? So I wouldn't have expected. Yeah, me too. So I wouldn't have expected that. I don't know why there's a guy in knight armor. I'm assuming it's explained in some side thing. So I'm not going to judge that. But then I saw Capcom and I'm like, okay, well, that's strange. Peaks your interest. Well, kind of. Do you well, think Mega Man shows up? What do you think? Like, why? What, why do you think this, ex- this exists? I don't know. Well, so I, I hyped for the new Ghostbusters. Well, the new Ghostbusters movie is not coming out. Not for a long a while. Time. So you'd think it but would come. But they're still building to it. They're using it weird builds sources. The hype. It builds so, the hype. I had this conversation with someone at work not too long ago about how a lot of games and, and media and company are doing a lot of cross dimensional <clears throat> stuff right now. And what I mean by that is Spider Man had Spider Verse, where it was Spider Man teaming up with all the different Spider Man, yeah, which, yeah. by the way, was a great event. Marvel now is doing something called Battle World, which is a bunch of different Marvel universes coming together. Because because Marvel Comics has like What If the and premium game. No, no, I'm talking about comics right now. Oh, oh, it, oh it all come together. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, DC's doing the same thing. You're seeing this in some TV shows, and uh, and then you already have staples like Smash and stuff like that. And now I'm starting to see this in other games where they're bringing together multi-dimensional, multi-time period characters. Team up, like Sonic and, and Mega Man, but it's not quite the same. Final Fantasy Dissidia? Yeah, Final Fantasy Dissidia, uh, Record Keeper. There's a lot of games that are bringing legacy characters together and and like cross-dimensional or different time periods. And it seems like it's becoming more and more like popular in media right now. And, and this, so this Ghostbuster has multiple Ghostbusters. You have the extreme Ghostbusters from the 90s. I think it was the real extreme Ghostbusters. Or something. Yeah. Uh, then well, you have this, this guy. and Yeah, so it's like... It seems like a popular yeah. trend in media right now yeah, to just cool. throw a bunch of things together. But then the match three, yeah, match three isn't that kind of like yesterday's fad? Is it still what's what's new now? I don't know. What you just said is Matt. I thought match three was old. I think we're into a new fad. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't follow. I don't, follow, I don't like... follow mobile games. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Whatever seems, makes the bling, right? It seems very odd. It is odd. Well. Yeah. I feel like they're trying to cram too much. It's just like, it's like puzzle, card, RPG, RPG, card. It's just like, pick pick something and stick with it. So It's weird, but that's that's the reality. Pokemon Rumble World, which we've mentioned a few yeah, times. Yeah, I've been playing it too. Oh, you finally started yeah, it? Yeah, How do you find yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's all right. It's, I stopped playing it. I kind of got it's, bored. It's not too exciting. But guess what? Bad news. Pokemon uh, Rumble World was kind of hacked, I guess. They're not really hacked, but... Like there's a there's a leak getting premium or premium currencies and stuff like well, that. Well, I guess a bunch like... of passwords came out that lets you unlock. It says um, the hack passcodes. This is from Nintendo Life. Cover the U.S., Europe, and Japan, and unlock new Pokemon, additional gifts such as new outfits, and even if you dig deeper beyond the initial links above, some in-game currency in the form of diamonds. And uh, it's safe to say Nintendo plan to distribute these codes over time. So basically, they got a hold of all the codes that's in, in the game that unlock stuff and leak them. Just. Yeah, that man. sucks for Nintendo. That's too bad. You know, 
It's one of their second freemium. Well, I don't know if the baseball one was Nintendo made. I think it yep. was. Was it Russ's okay. real studio baseball? It? So it's probably like their third freemium game. Seems like it. And it seems like there's already now a big problem. So the problem with this is it's not like it's hacked at or anything. It's just stuff that's in the game that would go to sustain events. Would it would basically sustain their events for a few months while they make new content. So getting this all all this out at once means that there's gonna be a huge gap in between. Now, that's only for the people who will go online and read about these. The average player is not going to know about it. But, but you know, there's going to be a gap of content for people who are like, oh, I got these codes. I'm just going to get everything now yeah. instead of having it come out in whatever way that they intended. So that kind of sucks. But, I mean, that's the internet, right? Yeah. What can you, what can you do about what that? What can you do about that? Not much. Nope. Grammy-nominated Journey soundtrack will be released on vinyl. Don't no, stop. Nope. No, nope. that's not it, Jeff. That's not it. Journey the game for the PS3. Have you played it? No, it's, but it's, I want to. It's me too. And actually, a re-release is coming on the PS4. Uh, I'm going to get it in June. Apparently, it's an experience. Like it's it's highly praised. I don't know why I didn't play it, but I am go- now that I know. I was going to get the PS3 one and maybe play it eventually, but now that I know it's coming out on PS4, Wait, I'm going to get yeah. it. It's, I think it's the summer even. If I oh. I read it recently, so that's not the the news. So what I thought was cool is that they're actually releasing a record, like a vinyl record. With the soundtrack for Journey, who, with who custom has a, art, who has record players? hipsters? Yeah. <laughs> hipsters, <laughs> and, and I would buy this just to have my Journey wall. Fans. I don't think I'd put. I don't have a record player, but I would display it as a game memorabilia. Yeah, sure. And then enough. download the track or something. It's really good looking. It is. It's nice. It's presented. Is, very is nice. the game you know somewhat famous for its music? Like it's yeah, you know, video games live. Did oh, it. they did yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's very popular for music and its art style and a gameplay. It's just one of those games that I feel like I should have played and I missed out on. We all missed out on it because none of us played it. Apparently, so. yeah. So, you know, we're a bunch of losers. You know, a bunch of Nintendo fanboys, even though I do play other systems. I don't. Yeah, I know. You guys. You're just stuck on Nintendo. you gotta, you got to branch out, you know. There's more games out there. I played a Sega game today. What you play? I mean, well, not today, but yesterday. Game Gear game, right? What is it? Yeah. That's just or true. the Master System. Oh, you didn't play the Game Gear one? No. Yeah, so, yeah that style looks really unique. It is a very cool-looking game, and I think one of the bonus barrels deserves to take a look at someday when we all have when all of us have PlayStation 4s. I threes. have a couple of PlayStation games pending. Yeah? Last of Us. Yeah. Uh Final Fantasy something. <laughs> Any of them really. <laughs> and Journey, no. Yeah, man, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get this going. Don't worry. My last my second to last news before I let Jeff go with your news because we only have three news left. It's going to be a quick news segment this week. Best Buy will have Splatoon Wii U bundles. Woo! Can we get another Wii U for Splatoon? Oh, I should. I kind of want to for oh, Megan man. to have one. Yeah, <laughs> need Do they look? That's what, are yeah. they all paintball covered? Like They know. can make them look really fun. Like splatterings of different colors and no, stuff no, like it, that. It, it doesn't look like. It's just going to be. And, and cool box, so. And, and, definitely. And Splatoon is a download code. Oh, gross. Uh, Old Tony Nintendo Land. Nintendo Land. That's a good game, though. Yeah, but that's really disappointing. A download code, like you, when you buy a bundle, you want the physical copy. That's well, that's we cool. want the physical copy. But I, f- I still feel like that's part of the you charm. Know, that, 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 and the fact that Nintendo's hard drive is bullshit. Like thirty-two gigs is nothing. Not that much. Like my uh, PlayStation Four is like five hundred, and it's almost full with like videos and shit, whatever downloads when I'm playing. But yeah, Although it is very convenient the way it supports external drives. That's true. You can you just, just plug, plug one in, in, right? That's it. It's pretty cool. You have to you have to format it for the Wii U specifically, don't you? Most uh, consoles have to do that, though. Yeah, I'm just saying it's not like you can just I could just use my one on my computer. Yeah, it, especially if you have like a terabyte hard drive and you yeah. can't just keep some games no, on it. It's either yeah, all exactly. or nothing. The Wii U will format it for you. Yeah. Now, there's one pro tip that I have. Okay, here like, we go. I have I had a problem with my Uh-oh. with the drive that I was using. It it wouldn't accept it for some reason. But then. 
I used a Y cable, you know, one of those cables that have like data in, in one side and, and, and the power in, in the other. Okay. And they go to one USB. Right. So I connected both to the Wii U and it, and it works. Oh. It's weird. It is weird. But if, if I, I, if I just use a normal USB cable, it won't work. But if I have one of those Y cables and connect both ends to the, to the Wii U, it Pro works. Pro tip from Seiji. Yeah, that's This cool. guy, man. He's ex- know, he knows man. his Wii U. He has the biggest Wii U collection in all of uh, where we live. <laughs> well, we I mean, he has Zumba. We can assume. <laughs> he, has, he has Zumba and uh, what? Ben out, 10. Ben 10 and outdoor fitness kids version or some shit. And Guardians of the Something. Yeah, he has a movie. You know, you have a, a lot of bottom of the barrel stuff sitting, <laughs> sitting in your collection. And you know what? I, I, I'm starting like identifying the rare Wii U games and there are some. There's one game called Tank 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 from Namco. <laughs> Like tank, 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 tank. Yeah, tank, tank, tank. That's the name. <laughs> and you have it? it's kind of hard to get. Do you have it? No, I don't have oh, it. it. It's like eighty bucks on eBay. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Got to get it, man. You owe it to yourself. I know, but there are. You'll thank, other... thank, thank yourself. You, you know, when I, when I <laughs> when I realized it was getting bad, when I started looking at, at Japanese exclusives, you got to get them. Well, you know, I I feel like you don't have to count the Japanese exclusives there, for your collection. There's well, one game series I mean, that I like a lot. It's called Taiko no Tatsujin. Sounds it's, cool. It's it's about drums. I played, <laughs> do you, do I you get it, the Wii pad and just bang your fingers on it? Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. I, I initially I initially played it on the on Nintendo DS. I played two games, and they and they were great. They're they're they're, they're rhythm games. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, just like, we gotta get this new segment wrapped up. Jeff, what do you have, my friend? You seemed excited today when you told me about it. Yeah. Well, it's very exciting for me. Yeah. It's a se- new Sega. Sega announced something yesterday. Sega. Sega. Um, new Sega though, Con- or non-console Sega. This is PC. Oh, Sega, right. right. Sega. That's like. Fuck the console. Yeah, so it, we're dedicating our time to PC games. That's good. You gotta mention the little guys. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no PC market. I think it's the biggest right now. But the whatever. Little, the little ant in yeah, the room. Um, so I, I've talked about this game series before because it's probably one of my favorites of all time, and that's a Total War series. Um, all their games are. I know Rob's gonna go to sleep here because he hates it when I talk about Total War, Total but War. it's it's <laughs> historically historical based strategy RTS kind of game. It has okay. RTS elements and turn based strategy game elements, so kind of got the best of both worlds, in my opinion. Now, the new game that they release, or announced, sorry, is Total War Warhammer. Have you guys ever played Warhammer before? No, no. but I know about it. Okay, I I used to play Warhammer. Yeah, Oh, you're like... Exactly, exactly. That's why my interest is just Skyrocketed? He's blown out of proportion. Holy even. crap. It's He's moving his arms around. Exactly. Uh-oh. That's He's how excited flailing. I am. Flailing. So it's taking Total War, uh, one of my favorite game series, and mm-hmm. Warhammer, a childhood pastime that yeah. I used to love, and it's combining them to one. We watched a trailer he for shows it. shows a trailer. There's a lot of cool gameplay in that trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seiji tra- got super excited. Trailer's all cinematic, but one one <laughs> thing that I like about it is that I've always found Blizzard, like, their cinematics oh, yeah, they're top beautiful. Notch, Amazing. A minus. <laughs> so... I was really excited to see another company come out with a cinematic that rivals it was really good. that you know rivals a Blizzard cinematic, mm-hmm. um, and it just looks awesome. Because one thing I was actually talking about this with a friend of mine who's another Total War fan. We just talk Total War all the time. Yeah, and Bunch of nerds. Yeah, big time. Because <laughs> we're, we're both history nerds too, so oh, we, we like that aspect of trifecta. The game. Yeah, a little bit. So I've I've complained because yeah. all the Total War games take place in the same map because it's like Europe. What's, what's that's, going that's, on? That's what I mean. So yeah. so throughout all the Total Wars, it's kind of the same. So it gets a little monotonous. Right. So, 
I, I, and I exactly my word to him is they need to change it up. I said they need to come up with like a sci-fi Total War game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they obviously went a little different way, but they went with a fan, high fantasy See, Total War game. this is the first time you showed me one of your little Total War clips that I've actually thought, okay, well, the story seems interesting. I've showed it to other people who yeah. have no interest in normal Total War games, being like, that looks cool, even well, though there's the no gameplay. Nice. Even though there's no gameplay. What looks cool? I don't know. Just, I don't animation understand. looks cool, right? <laughs> I don't understand. I'm assuming it's pretty much going to still be a Total War game yeah. um, with turn-based and our TS strategy or strategy in it, so it's okay. it's going to be a lot of fun. They say coming soon, but I can't imagine it's going to be E three will we'll see. Ooh, probably. So very very excited. Jeff for that. is excited. Yeah, I forgot to mention. You remind me of something. We have a listener of the show. He listens to every episode. He goes by Sundary J on Tum- or Twitter. <laughs> Sundary J. He's a friend of mine, and he's only a PC gamer. He hates console games. Didn't we play Monster Hunter? With yes, him? we did. So there we go. It, it, hello, lie, JP. Rob? Yeah, that's his except. That's actually his only exception. You got a 3DS for Christmas, and he only plays Monster Hunter on it. He hates consoles. He hates exclusivity. He, okay, uh, is he a PC Master Race guy? Yeah, oh, that sounds right. So, so what do you what do you have to say to him, Sage? He calls you. He's the one who calls you Amiibo King, and he likes to hear your your uh, opinions on Amiibos. He doesn't buy any Amiibos, obviously. Oh, but what do you want to say to him right now? Kudos on not collecting Amiibos. <laughs> they will they will kill your soul little by little. Yeah, they're like Horcruxes, right? <laughs> oh, from Harry Potter? Right. Yeah. So is, is this getting too nerdy? Every, every time you buy an amiibo, your soul, you put a piece of your soul into it, eventually you become Voldemort. Can we get The hero nerdy? of Harry Potter. Can we get too nerdy on the bonus barrel? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but we just listen to him talk about Total War. Um, I love history. I love <laughs> You know, even though I, I've always liked Nintendo stuff for a while in my, in my life, I, I was a PC exclusive uh, gamer. You so I understand what what he's. You can relate to him. He, the the appeal of of PC gaming because you get a bunch of stuff. You if, if you want to play like the retro games, I always go to to PC. So not me. And it's easy to find them, right? So but it doesn't it's, feel the same. No, you're right. You know the the experience is not fully there. It doesn't but feel right. But I, I don't begrudge people who, who get them. You can't buy them anymore. Except now there's virtual console. I'm like, well, you could actually support the company still. So. And here's the thing, like when when you're a PC gamer, you are very in contact with the with more about the technical side of games, right? Yeah. So that's cool. All right. It's good if 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 you like, I don't know, tinkering with stuff. Yeah. So before we, which that would have been a great segue to the menus, but I still want small things left. Overlord trailer came out. People are upset because it looks like it's a Diablo-esque dungeon crawler. Trailer was cool. It's funny. Lots of humor. Very humorous. But uh, there's only little bits of gameplay in it. There might have been more gameplay released. I only watched the trailer. The Pe- voice acting wasn't like, you didn't like super it? good. It's funny. It was cute. It was cool. Like, it was yeah, funny. It was, like, it was an amazing. Yeah, but anyways. Well, it it, it, it kind of sounded like we did it here. <laughs> yeah, there was a little, one of the opinions sounded like that. Yeah, I get you. Anyways, check trailer or don't. I don't I don't care. All right. Oh, so, yeah, watch it. It's, it's funny. Yeah, it is funny. Yeah. I don't just care about Do you care? Do you want your, to tell your sister to watch it? She listens, right? Watch it. All right. So, up next, Ami News. All right. Here we go. Let's do some Ami News. I don't have any. Left there, you don't have any, right? I don't know. I don't Seiji, know. what do you got for us this week? It's a short one, isn't it? So you want to go from bad to worse or from worse to bad? Let's go. <laughs> I'm already. I hate amiibos. Let's go bad to worse. Bad to worse. Okay. Yeah. So the less bad is kind. It's actually kind of good. Oh. But but <laughs> it can potentially be bad, right? Okay. So I'm gonna go with bad because it's amiibo collecting. So in Japan, they're getting restocks for Villager, Captain Falcon, and Little Mac. 
So Ooh, that's good. Little Mac. Wait, it's I have Little Mac because Little Mac is, but was, is well, the rarest. What were they all. again? Little no, Mac. Jerry, Captain Falcon. And oh, I have Mac. all those. Come on. Give me Wii Fit Trainer or something at least. I don't have Little Mac. Little no. Mac's on my like secondary to get list, but. He's worth a lot right yeah, now. I, I know. That'll go down if So if I'm expecting released. a restock in America. Okay. Anyway, if it doesn't happen, E3 I'll, I'll, predictions still I'll, be a restock. What? <laughs> I said E3 prediction. Do you think, you think E3 is going to bring up Amiibos? Oh, yeah, they'll bring you, up a you, new you wave, do? I bet you. you think I think so. The so. new waves. Yeah, like Wave 26, uh, fucking some obscure character that everybody will want because they collect Amiibos and sell them for more money. They're going to go, like, berserk with, with Amiibos. I want my Reggie fils Amiibo. That would be cool. I'd buy that. Reggie? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my body is ready. Exactly. All right. Best Buy Wave 4 pre-orders went live earlier this week. And, apparently, as of, like, an hour ago, people are getting pre-order cancellation emails. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> First people, the call, now the email. People in Reddit are like, brace yourselves. Here they come. So this is like, this is the beginnings of a, of a J-horror movie. Like, you get the email, you find out you don't get the amiibo, and then you die at the end. <laughs> Well, first, There's a movie called The Call, I think. Like first, that. you get like super happy because you, you got your pre-order. And yeah, you're like, And you Woo! think, that's it. And then... And then next thing you know, Sage is hanging from the rafters. He's dead. You know what I don't like? <laughs> What's the that? term, we will not honor your pre-order. It hurts. What? Honor. honor. Like, what we're trying to do. We're trying to be like... Diplomatic? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, definitely. Well, too bad. Because you, you, you canceled it and you hurt my feelings. Yeah, yeah. but it, it's, to me, it just comes as condescending. You think so? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't I don't know. Just, just say you won't get. You're not it. getting it. Too anyway. bad. You know, we could make more, but we're not gonna. No one, no one had their Nest pre-order <laughs> canceled. Not yet. And the worst. Oh my Uh-oh, god. Oh, he took his glasses yeah, off. Yeah, so and the it's, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. What's what's going on? I cannot believe this. Oh, here it comes. Oh, so I lost uh, uh, Jigglypuff when it went. Did you have it at some point? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, when did you get it? <laughs> no, it, it's, this is not about having or not having. It's okay. about the possibility right. <laughs> of, of getting one, right? So Target, it will, Jigglypuff is exclusive to Target in, in the United States. And as you know, there's no Target in Canada. No. So people were waiting and waiting and waiting to see where Jigglypuff will pop out. Best Buy, So, right? no. No? Walmart. Oh, oh, fuck Walmart. So Walmart put it in the system and everybody's like, whoa. Okay, so it's, it, is it Walmart exclusive? Is it not? We don't know. It's not confirmed. Okay. Anyway, so on Monday, Walmart like responded a, a tweet and saying saying that they insinuated there were not going to be any pre-orders. Just like it's going to be available on May twenty ninth. Two hours later, bam, pre-orders are there. I was in a meeting or something, <laughs> right? I I, I they I tricked everybody. I wasn't. I was away from the keyboard. Come back. And people are like basically crying on all over Reddit. I didn't even know what happened. That sucks. Um, I, I'm glad you didn't tell me. So, <laughs> yeah, all the situation was very misleading, and whatever, we yeah. got it. You are a calm, collected person, probably one of the most stable people I know. Are you at the point where you're ready to say fuck amigos yet? No. Okay, I want you to get there. Maybe. I, 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 I don't think I've ever heard you swear before. See, I think he's only going to get there once he gets them all, and then, like, they release, like... No, I don't want a happy fuck Amiibos. I want, like... No, 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 oh, no. Okay. It's going to be, I have them all, and he'll be happy for a bit, and then they're like, oh, a new wave of, you know, whatever, my am- Amiibos, and that's when he's going to say fuck it. That's my prediction. I want to hear you say it. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess that's it for Ami News, right? What a week. What a, what a, what a in, month in, for me. But, but I'm going to tell you the worst. And oh, this oh is that wasn't the worst? No. Oh, Jesus. Well, well, it is. Okay. But 
More worse. When when it got announced by Nintendo, and I think this was during a direct, right? The last direct. I was watching their direct live with yeah. my wife. And then somebody, was it Bill Trinan that announced Jigglypuff was part of Wave 4? Right. Because originally, neither Jigglypuff nor Greninja were part of Wave 4, so they got added. And my wife, who usually is very, I don't know, indifferent about the whole Amiibo situation, <laughs> she doesn't dislike it. But then she said to me, hey, Jigglypuff. You, she, oh, she loves Jigglypuff. She, yeah, she, <laughs> so you know when you need one, you need two Jigglypuffs. Yeah, she was like, Shit. like, like pointing at, at, at her eyes, <laughs> like eyes I over that. I can picture Erica doing that, yeah. right? Like she basically told me that's the one that I want. So you need to get and at I, least one, but you need two, really. Yeah. Because she's going to open it, right? No, and she's probably going to want to open it. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know what she will do with it, but she, she desired it. It still won't be yours, so you need two. And, and so can, can you imagine having, it's a lot of pressure, Your man. partner in life, yeah. right? Not caring too much about what you do, but then... <laughs> I can imagine that. <laughs> Megan doesn't listen to the show. But then she shows some interest, and not only that, she commands you to get, <laughs> to get something. And the one thing... And it's one of the, the, the unicorn, rare ones. The unicorn. Yeah. yeah, the one thing that she wants, you cannot get. Man, that's tough. You're going to disappoint her at Christmas. I know. So now, life, really. So now you can understand my... If you don't get it, my and she doesn't get it, will you say, fuck Amiibos then? Cool. You, if you can't get her a Jigglypuff because it's so hard to get it, will you be at the point where you're like, no, no, you, you don't understand. I have to get it. See, what I if mean, you can't? No, no. Here, no. Here's the right question for him. If you only get one, who gets it? Well, it's going to go to her. Wife, obviously. Of course. Of course. But won't that bother you a little bit? It would irk me a little bit. Even though I'm going to be with Megan, you know, I don't have any plans to leave or anything like that. Not knowing it's, knowing it's not mine would just irk me. Just, I'd do it for her. But it would just be in the back of my mind. I'd have to get a second one. I couldn't. I couldn't let the tick go away. Yeah, I, I will have. I would like to have a second one. But you see, it, there's priorities in life, right? So that's my Amiibos, highest. Your wife and your no, no. Well, no, <laughs> wife, wife first. Okay, happy uh, wife. I, I was confused. Happy you, life. Yeah, exactly. Because you talk about Amiibos more than you talk about Erica. So I assume <laughs> because it's relevant. I mean, you talk about Amiibos by name. You don't even. Say, you just say my wife. So. I've said your wife's name more than you have this episode. That's true. Well, he, J- Jeff's guilty of saying he, he my was, girlfriend he, all the time. Yeah, he yeah. gave me a hard time for yeah. it, too. My <laughs> girlfriend's name is Jacqueline. There you go. So I think that's good for me news right now, right? We good? Any more sadness? Do you good? Wanna... We're, not We're not good. good but... We're not good. We're sad. But, but... Let, let, let's move on. Up next, Boss Fight Diaries, part one of wh- however many we decide to do. some information so we're going to talk about so for boss fight diaries which is a, a topic subtopic type where we talk about a boss from a game and then usually a boss fight and some lore surrounding the boss and descriptors so it's just like a, a shorter topic where we just kind of talk about a cool boss fight and whatever information we can dig out on it so for the first one we chose Seiji chose Goma from Wind Waker so I got a little little uh, Goma information and then we'll talk about the actual fight and why it's cool and why we picked it although Goma has it's an enemy from, from the Zelda universe yeah. ever since the beginning. Yeah. Exactly. So I actually have all that all that done here. Goma is usually depicted as a gigantic spider or insect-like creature, usually, with an open, glaring eye. Generally, it's weakness. 
The Goma tend to be heavily armored over most of his body, save its aforementioned eye. Its depiction has changed over the years, but those are the main sort of designs. So the appearances of Goma, it made his very first appearance in the very first Zelda game. It's the boss of the Dragon Labyrinth, and also a mini-boss in the Lion Labyrinth. It appears in the BS Zelda game, which is, I think, the Japanese uh, satellite-only version of Zelda. Mm. In Link's Awakening, it's the main mini-boss of the fifth dungeon, Catfish Maw. Ocarina of Time is a very memorable boss encounter for most, because that's usually everybody's favorite uh, Zelda game. It's the first boss you fight. He's inside the Deku Tree. Oracle of Seasons has a creature appear inside the Dancing Dragon Dungeon. Wind Waker, which we'll talk more about later. Goma is apparently summoned by Ganondorf, and he's below the resting spot of the Sky Spirit, high on Dragon Roost Island's Peak. Four Sword Adventure, it's a small boss in there. Also appears in Temple of Time boss in uh, Twilight Princess. And those are the appearances of Goma in the games itself. There's a, it's actually in the cartoon, too. It looks, yeah, I know. looks ridiculous. And it's also in right. the CDI games. Yeah. So, for lo- for, for, now we're going to focus, that's the general Goma, but we're going to talk about the Goma from Wind Waker. This incarnation of Goma lives in Dragon Roost Cavern. Uh, this place is the first dungeon of the Wind Waker. But what is it exactly? It's the home to the sky spirit Valu. And Valu, is it pronounced Valu? Valu? Falu for now is a large red dragon who sits on top of the peak of Dragon Roost Island. Uh, but this isn't about Valu, so let's just drop him. So Link shows up to Dragon Roost, and Valu is unhappy and won't let anyone near him. And I, I think the Rito, they're the ones that live around the island. They need its scales to fly, right? That's not mistaken. Mm, yes, some sort correct. of like symbiotic correct. relationship. It's a coming of age ritual, right? And he won't let any anybody near him. So, cause he's, cause he's upset. He's upset because Goma, as we find out, is pulling on his tail and being a jerk. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I guess. That seems so childish. I know. <laughs> so the entrance to the, it's actually, when we come to the boss fight, that, that plays into it. So the entrance to the cave, when you get there, is blocked by a moat, I think. Uh, and there's a large rock caused the moat to form, so Link uses water bombs to get inside. And the cavern, there's a little bit of neat lore about the cavern. So the cavern is a large, it was a large area, pretty much a mountain, actually. Uh, it has stalagmites, stalactites, but also stairs, ramps, and man-made objects such as torches, pots, wall paintings. The place is hot, it's full of lava and heat vents, which kind of sets you up for, for the boss that you fight. It's a perfect place for a fire-loving dragon to roost on, of course. And at the top of this very large mountain is a pool of lava, where, where Gomale is hidden. So there's some cool theories about Dragon Roost Island from Zelda Wikia, is that the Dragon Roost Island was once Death Mountain, and because everybody knows a Hyrule is flooded for Wind Waker. So they think it was once the Fire Temple. Which makes sense seeing as there are similarities between them as well as cave paintings and Dragon Roost Cavern that bear resemblance to Lovagia, which is the boss in Ocarina of Time. It also could have been Dodago's Cavern as well, or both. I, I don't know. So we have the setting for Goma, but how is Goma different from its other in- incarnations in, in this one? Because he, because Wind Waker itself stands out from all the rest of Zelda's as being very unique visually, but Goma is like a far departure from his other forms. And he looks, I think he might be one of the coolest looking ones. Mm-hmm. So purely going by physical appearance, you can already see a major difference. Its body is much longer and more segmented. It has around 16 legs and two of them being large pincers, sort of like a crab. And like other incarnations, there's a hard shell and one eye. It also spits lava, which is new for Gomas. And it lives in a pool of lava. Yeah, it does. Right underneath where Valu is sitting with his tail poking in, <coughs> yeah. which leads us to the boss fight, which I wrote down the flow of the battle, but I want you to, to tell us about because you're the Wind Waker King. It's your favorite game of all time. So tell us about the boss fight. Tell us how it happens and how you feel playing it and what, why, you, why you think it makes for good game design. Well, first of all, to put things into context, this is the first boss of the game. Yep. Right? So uh, up to this point, it is the, the big difference between uh, Zelda TP and Wind Waker, right? Mm-hmm. Everything that you do in the middle of, of dungeons is a lot of fun. So it, it's very the sailing can be a little monotonous, at least in the original game. Yeah, well, it, 
I, I actually like that part. But anyway, yeah, yeah. when you get to Dragon Roost Island, everything that you do there, it's it's, it's a lot of fun. Okay. It's, a, it's a fun little island. The the music for, the, for oh, this island is great. Yeah, it's probably yeah. the best uh, or one of the most memorable things. It will likely be playing right as you speak right now in the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And in this particular, um, um, I don't know, it's, it's just because of the lighting mm-hmm. and the lava and, and the colors and you know how things things at a distance they look like hazy they look, they they look heat, right? yeah. yeah and that to me was was very new in uh, when I first played this game this was 2003 or something yeah 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 so imagine you know coming from the, the previous Zelda was what Ocarina uh, Majora's Mask uh, well yeah from, of that generation yeah. and then and you get to this kind of visuals. It was it's a very amazing. big change. Yeah, it's, it's it's quite amazing. Now, it usually the first the first dungeon is like plant based, and, and mm-hmm. the Wind Waker is. is like I was surprised based. to see it was fire based because that's usually the third dungeon or so the Twilight Princess, the second one. It's not usually the first one. You're you're right. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that when I was looking through it and stuff last night, I was like, oh man, that is a fire dungeon because I hadn't played it in years. I haven't played. Yeah. It so the whole dungeon wow. is is very atypical. It is. It goes up and down. There's a lot of you lava. go outside it's, it's, and it's around. Very, yeah, it's very yeah. open. It's not yeah. like like little contained, I don't know, like rooms, right? Right. It's not a collection of rooms. There's, it's like a big room in the center. I don't know. Yeah, I, I just love the looks. And, and it looks feel. great. And it's cool. And in the boss resembles that whole dungeon, that whole field of that. It's a very yeah. large room with a with a with a pool of lava in the center. Mm-hmm. And then when you just get in, and, and especially because of how the camera is positioned, which is at, at ground level, I, yep. I believe, um, then you see this huge boss. Emerge from the from the yeah, lava, almost massive, right? And the lighting in 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 this particular uh, boss is so amazing. I just love it. You don't I mean, even see Goma's full body. Act really, it's in that pool of lava, mm-hmm. and it's the biggest incarnation of it. It's massive, and mm-hmm. you don't even know how big it really is. No. You can't see all of it. Yeah. And so the and, and mechanically it's, it's kind of silly. It's it's not as good. <laughs> it I is mean, silly for it for is. this dungeon. You get this this new item for to the Zelda universe. The uh, grappling hook, right? Yeah, the grappling hook. It's basically just a rope. With a claw, it's a strange right. weapon, especially for the first one you get. It is, but it's very effective. Uh, I think it's a lot of fun. But what you do in this level is basically, well, as, as you said, mm-hmm. um, Valu's tail is hanging from the ceiling. Yeah, so it's like in right? a hole. So he's all sitting on top of the mountain, and his, his like his butt's parked in, and then his tail's dipping inside. Uh huh. So he, all you see is his tail just kind of wailing there, and, and that's what Goma was was yanking on, like like a jerk. Yeah, correct. So so you cannot do anything to to Goma at first. He's armored, like like the most armored Goma so far in the series. Yeah, he's yeah. armored, he, and you can't really get to him because he's in the lava too. Correct. Right. So you have to throw your grappling hook to Belu's <laughs> um, tail. You kind of swing like three times. Yeah. Like. Sort of like a like pendulum. a bell kind of thing, right? Yeah, pendulum, yeah, yeah. pendulum motion. And you just hop and, off, right? Yeah, you yeah. hop off, and then Valu's um, starts. <laughs> <laughs> it starts hurting, and I don't know. He he, he kind of like takes a, like, a fit, right? A, like kind of like shakes or whatever. Yeah, he shakes, and then a piece of a big piece, <laughs> a gigantic of, piece of rock. Yeah, the, yeah. Fr- from the roof falls on on Goma, and it breaks a, a piece of the. Yeah, so his shell starts to crack, yeah. and you have to do it like three times. You have traditional to do it three time, yeah. and then the the armor fills off, and then right. it becomes just normal Zelda. And at that point, uh, you Bust. use the grappling hook to uh, throw it up at to him pull and pull it. him his face forward, right? Yeah. So you use the grappling hook to to pull him, which is something that. Normally, it's done with the hook shot sometimes. In other yeah, games. I've never really seen. Not, not even I think about it. Like for a goma fight, especially that it's very so it's very atypical because goma fights is usually 
you see him and you have the slingshot or the or the bow mm-hmm. or whatever, and you, you pelt him in the eye mm-hmm. and then it falls or whatever. It usually jumps. Actually, Goma fights often go. He's on the ceiling, not in in the three D ones. I mean, the two D ones. Obviously, you just shoot his eye. Yeah. But in this, usually in the three D ones, he's kind of climbing around and shit. You have to aim for his eye with the arrow or slingshot or or uh, boomerang in rare cases. But in this one, it's like. You can't even with the you can't use the the grappling hook right away to pull him. You have to wait till you break his armor, and so it, it, everything about Wind Waker is different. But especially that even like when you think about it as being the first boss, Goma is the first boss in Ocarina as well, and they're very different fights, even though they're the same species. Yeah, it's very different. In the the first boss from Ocarina is pretty easy. You just have to hit it with the slingshot, and yeah, then easy. it goes dizzy. And Drops easy. a bunch of brood on you, though. But in this case, it's a little bit more convoluted. It's it's perfect mechanically. Uh, it fits the the whole thing of uh, of the dungeon because you're you... climbing and, and going around ledges and yeah. stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, and that's the boss. It's pretty cool. And other attacks that I had, like he spits lava, and he and he has these giant pincer, almost like blades at the end, and, he, and he'll attack with with those, which is pretty cool. It's just it is a really cool fight, and one that I would expect to see is like the third or fourth. Or even fifth boss kind of thing, and not necessarily the first one. So, you know, high praise for Wind Waker. It's a great game. And after and two generations of Zelda games, I think that this is still one of the best looking bosses. Oh my, it looks really epic in this the, one. Did you play it in the HD version? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. He looks great. I can't remember him in the original, and I haven't played much of the HD version. I, well, I'm going to go to it eventually. I mean, we have a shit ton of games to play, but but yeah, Wind Waker, he's a cool, I think that might be the coolest version of Goma yet. Yeah, and, oh, definitely. And there's yes. been a cool version of Goma, and I like seeing the, the, the sprite-based one, because now Jeff doesn't like the 3D Zelda games, because he's weird. Only likes the 2D Zelda games. See, and that's, and this is something that, that, to me, I find kind of fascinating when I was kind of looking up Goma. Yeah. Because I'm not, like, like I said, like, I'm not into the 3D Zelda games so much. Um, the 2D ones, I think, are really, really good games. Link Between Worlds and Link to the Past. Well, Link Between Worlds, really, is... I think the definitive Zelda it's game. It's 2.5D Zelda. <laughs> um, you know what's funny? Those games do not have Goma in it. No, no. Neither of them have Goma in it. So, to me, the arguably the best Zelda games don't contain this boss. Uh, Wind Waker. Well, I said just to me, right? Oh, okay, okay. So, um, I, I kind of find that kind of funny. I think Goma's cool. I was going to ask you guys, what do you think of Goma as an enemy? Honestly, I like it. I think Goma's I cool. Think, I think it's cool. I, have, I, I, I actually, this is the first boss of Wind Waker, correct? Yes. Then I have fought it. I just don't remember. Well, it's years ago, right? Yeah. I had to re- like refresh my memory. And stuff. I think it was about a year ago. Oh, okay. Well, I, I was yeah, thinking yeah. like twelve years ago. No, me, no, because but... I got the HT one for my Wii U. Um, but I, I, it's been a while, so I don't quite remember. But I'm looking at the pictures, and it does look really, really cool. I'll, I'll definitely give it that. Now, here, here's one thing I kind of like. It, it talks about how the Goma is the mother. I was going to say, usually like, a female. Yes, yes. yes. Now. Here's one thing that, that I find interesting. Now, if you look at the pictures of it from the classic one, the, the original though, yeah, yeah, because it is it it looks is, like a tectite. It, it, that's exactly what I was going for. Do you think it's just a big tectite? I do. The mother queen. I think it's the mother queen of the tectite. So then, asked, do you think? I was gonna say, what's the male goma? What? How does it breed? Well, I mean, it lays eggs, but what is it like? Well, a, is, tectite, like is it like an anglerfish kind of thing? We know how anglerfish breed, right? The male is basically a, a sperm sac, and it attaches to the anglerfish and just gets absorbed in its body. It's not, I'm not getting it. It's real. It's Anglerfish are weird. It's fucked up. <laughs> Do you think that maybe that's how the Goma breeds? Something like that. That's yeah. my, that was my kind of like hypothesis around the lore of okay, the Goma. Okay, I like this. You, is, think, you think it's a tech, I mean, it, the very first cell, it does look very tech. It, it looks exo- a lot like a tech tech. I think it's considerably bigger, which it makes sense because in those types of situations in the, in the animals where you see the female kind of the more dominant of the two species, yeah. it's usually a lot bigger. Dimorphism. 
Which is, that, means, is that what it's called? Well, no, dimorphism is when uh, one species or, or when a male or female is much larger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like humans go. are dimorphic. Yeah, a male are generally larger. Generally yeah. larger. So I, I kind of find that to be kind of an amusing thing to look at, thinking that the goma is the mother queen tektite. Although you don't get that impression in future ones, mostly just the original kind of in the, gives that look. In the one of the best Zeldas, Link's Awakening, he looks a lot like a tektite in that one. Too. Yes, he does. He definitely does. So goma. One more thing about Goma is it's kind of usually like a symbolism for for being a parasite. I, I find. I think in Ocarina, it's, especially in Ocarina, it, it, it he's says, killing the deck. And it says parasitic something or other. Yeah, I love the titles. What a, yeah. a real side tangent before we move on to the next seg- segment. Zelda games. I love their boss intros. Every one of them. I love. Not only do I love the boss in a little cinematic, which is I guess you could agree, say cinematic done well. Uh, the boss intros. And I love the yes. tags they get. Like, I don't know, I can't think of the those. The flavor text. Yeah, is, I, I love those. It's very enticing. Those are like, that's the get real moment. Volcanic dragon. Yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. So I guess that's pretty much it. Do you guys have anything else to say about Goma? It's a little, little segment. I just, we like to talk about bosses and characters from games, as well as higher th- themes for our topics as well. But we wanted to talk about uh, some of the characters in the games we love, too. Mm-hmm. So, so that's our very first boss fight one. And if you out there like a boss or character or creature from a game, tell us about it and we'll look it up. Talk about it. So I think that's good, right? All right. So now we're doing a bunch of small segments. We haven't done these in a while. I definitely want to read some letters from the past, a few of them, because they're really fun. But before that, how about some breaking the backlog? Have you guys, are you guys working on any games lately? I've been, I got the Mega Man Collector's Edition that has like Mega yeah. Man 1 through 10, I yeah. believe, for GameCube. So I've been working my way through every It's Mega not 1 through 10. I think 1 through, I think it's 1 through 9. Yeah. No, one through nine and then an extra 8 game. probably, right? Was 9? I don't know. No, I yeah, because 9 and 10 were the, are the Wii yeah, remakes. Yeah. yeah. So I've been playing through the the Mega Man games. I've beat Mega Man two. I started on two. I'm on three. I'm on the last stages. Like I beat nice. all the masters, so I got to get through the end. Of Let three. this guy go. So I'm, I've been playing through that lately, and I got Resident Evil four for cool. GameCube as well. Cool. Um, my girlfriend's never played it, so we've been kind of my, Jacqueline, <laughs> my girlfriend, and I have been playing through that together, yep. um, which is a lot of fun. Although she's kind of too afraid to actually play it so far. I know a friend of hers. Megan's like that. Too, a friend actually. of hers is just like, "You need to play this." He's like, "You need to play. Don't let Jeff play it, but you need to play it." <laughs> and she so far refuses to play it. Oh. So I've been playing through those games. Cool. And then just like a sparkling of Smash and Kart and Mario Party things like that. So I've been playing Box Boy for an episode. I've been playing uh, Sigma Star for an episode. I've been playing Fantasy Zone 2, Tears of Opa Opa. Came out, like, on Tuesday. I like, I love the name. Amazing. Love Tears it. Tears of Opa Opa. So, is this a new game? Yeah, well, it's a, it's a port of an old, a remake, 3DS remake of an older one. That I don't think, I don't know if it even came over here. No, oh, okay. But I had heard about it when we were doing our Fantasy Zone episode, and I really wanted to play it, but it was only in, like, the Japanese eShop, so I couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. But now it's out, and I've been playing it. There's a dark and light world. The gameplay's better. You can actually buy, when you die in a boss, you can actually buy power-ups again. Mm-hmm. Like, boost your speed and stuff, so... And and when you kill bases, sometimes a portal will appear, and you can go in the portal. It takes you, you're in the same stage, but it takes you a dark world version where things are harder. Mm-hmm. And so and so on the bottom of the screen, there's two paths to the boss. There, there's like 20 stages instead of 10. Very cool. And uh, music's not quite as great as the first one, but I, I'm really liking it. I've been playing that a little bit of Xenoblade for the uh, 3DS, and I think that's it on, on my plate. And as far as uh, game tally, I've beat Mighty Gunvolt. Which is like a DSI title. It's like a Mega Man homage kind of game. It's like with Sounds three bucks. Like Pretty fun, actually. I, I beat that in like a night. It wasn't very long. Uh, I beat Final Fantasy Type Zero finally and Land of Illusion. And what about you, Sage? What are you playing lately? 
I think I mentioned that I've playing. I've been playing a lot of Hearthstone. Yeah, Hearthstone. Are you still playing Hearthstone? I, I am. I, we should we should play each other. I'm hooked. I want to see you guys yeah, play. Let's get our usernames. Yeah, yeah. And, and all oh, I should exchange to me. I'll play again. There we go. Sure. Um, I'm playing. Just recently, I started playing Minecraft again. Oh, really? And it's so much fun. Is this why there's no new blog post for us yet? Maybe. Because you're playing, like, Minecraft and Hearthstone and stuff. Maybe. To the writing of It's so much fun. I, my, <laughs> Minecraft is it's so good. Do you do you play Minecraft single player? Or do you play... Like, how do you play Minecraft? Creative mode? Or do you survival mode? We... Like, so, at my new workplace, we set up a new realm. Oh, okay, we okay. just started there. Nice, yeah, so it's, nice. Realms are great. Right. I, I've I, never played a realm. Like I've I've created my own servers and I've played that way. But it's just like me and friends. Like that's yeah. all I've ever done. So but it, realms are like much larger communities of Minecraft players. Correct? Is that is that right? It's a service that Mojang provides. Yes. Right? Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, pay yeah. like I don't know, like fifteen bucks a month. So oh, you, really? you, yeah. you don't have to go and, and configure your server, which yeah, is sometimes just, a hassle, yeah, especially for the more more casual player. And there's a lot of those in Minecraft. So you just pay, and you can get up to like ten players in your realm. And you can get several worlds. Oh, so that's, that's cool. So it's, it's pretty cool. It's and like and you don't have to worry thing. about all the backend stuff. So it's a cool service. So do you do you play strictly survival? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's the way to play. I, I'm, I'm, like, I like creative mode because sure. it, it, it adds fun. But there's no, there's no, like, I like a challenge in a game. And it's like, you know, it's a sandbox game. So the challenge is kind of like negligible almost. Um, but survival mode's the way to play, in my opinion. So uh, Land Evolution? course for the, for the episode we're recording and, tonight. I thought I didn't. And I have a cool story. Nintendo started selling stuff in their site. Refurbished stuff. Oh yes, yeah, right? I know, yeah. So I bought a, a couple of games, but I, I because I didn't have any intention of playing them like very recently or, or, or soon I just put them in my in a box or somewhere. Just a box? You don't display no. your games? It was, That's actually, sad. It's depressing, man. Actually, this one wasn't in, the, in my bookshelf. Okay. <laughs> then the other day, for some reason, I just I just grabbed it, and it's pretty cool. It's it's Kirby's uh, Epic Yarn. Oh, I have that. Too. I, I, have yeah. that yeah. I haven't played it yet. And the cool thing is that this refurbished game, like the <laughs> the, the the wrapper or the the game tag has says like refurbished. Yeah, I have the right? punch out one of that. So it's ugly. Kind of, so it's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It's funny. Yeah. Anyway, I I I played I played like two levels. It's great. Is it good? I can't believe how good it I is. I haven't opened mine yet. And you know it. Fine. And Kirby has this sort of like a whip. Yeah. Right? So he's very Castlevania-ish. <laughs> right? But, but, but cute. Kirby Belmont. Mm. Yeah, it's, but it's so much fun. That's yeah. awesome, man. He's great. That's cool. I recommend it. It's uh, it, it's got a fun co-op, too, where you can play, like, the prince. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. And usually I don't like how Wii games look because, I don't know, they're not HD, so they look yeah, they terrible. Yeah, they look terrible. No, I mean, maybe it looks good in uh, one of those old... TVs. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, use a capture card. Looks great. It does look good in a capture card. Yeah, I noticed that because whenever I see footage from Wii games on YouTube, it looks great. It's good, yeah. Anyway. A Redneck Jamboree will look better. Yeah, it'll look great. It doesn't yeah. look good in my TV, so uh, that's a turn off. But this particular game, because of the visual uh, style, I like it. Perfect. Let's read some letters. This is from an old EGM. They seem to have a lot of fun letters. And uh, I grabbed one at random. I think it's issue 43. So let's start with the letter of the month. Sega bashing, question mark, is what it's called. Question mark. I'm not accusing you guys of Sega bashing, because that is a horse that has been beaten to death long ago. And it's simply untrue. It just seems like most of the DC-related articles, I, I'm assuming Dreamcast, 
uh, written have to insert some sort of blurb that states how Sega has a ghost of a chance at success. We'll have to wait and see how they fare. Yes, I realize that Sega fucked up, well, effed up, in the past. But why should we not just embrace the Dreamcast wholeheartedly just because they screwed Saturn over? After this E3, I think it was extremely obvious that Sega is playing serious hardball. Mm-hmm. Sega is packing in the 56K modem with a list of launch titles that seem to be better than the N64 lineup. Thank God for some decent fighting games. There's tons more in the way. Sega will be the first to offer kick-butt online gaming to the console market, a feat that we will, men- will win the many fans, myself included. Sega already has a ton of RPGs in the work most of which will offer online playability. The N64 has none. Quest sucks, and Zelda was more of an action-adventure game. Add to this a ton of better-than-arcade translations, and I think it was a surefire winner. Besides, never underestimated lines between Microsoft, AT&T, and Lomega. These are forces to be reckoned with, mark my words. Sega has the backing of some of the most influential corporations in the computing and communication industry, not to mention a ton of third-party developer support. I guess the point of what I'm saying is I think Sega is receiving unwarranted skepticism after it is painfully obvious that they have what it takes to be a success. Sure, people say they are going to wait for the PS2, but once they see the Dreamcast at an auction, action, that year-long wait is going to be an awfully long time to hold out. <laughs> hold out. So as we know, the Dreamcast went on to crush the PS2. <laughs> <laughs> this guy is like a hardcore Sega fan. Like No, oh but, but I feel for him. Oh, man. For edi- him. The editor went on to say, like everyone else, we really want to see Sega do well. And early signs indicate that it will have a great year in 2000. The DC launch, this lineup is probably the most impressive ever. To prove our enthusiasm, watch out for a huge cover feature on Dreamcast next month. And it did have an impressive... Uh, I like the Dreamcast, but <laughs> this is one of the fun things about reading these old letters, just knowing what happened. Yeah, after. yeah, exactly. And the Dreamcast, I mean, no matter how much AT&T helped them out, they just weren't <laughs> able to, I mean, Lil Mega, you know, oh, Sega. Oh, <laughs> he, 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 he brings up some points, though. Like, sure. The, like, N64 had, didn't really have any RPGs worth playing. But that's of that's the previous generation. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, they were the first in the, what is it, the sixth generation of consoles? Yeah. Dreamcast. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> All right. This one? I'm going to read this one. It's got, it's got Bear Hugger in the picture. Is it as fun as you think? What has the gaming world become? Uh-oh. The three leaders, Nintendo, Sega, and Sony, say how good their systems are. The Dreamcast has internet capabilities and is upgradable. The PS2 can play DVD movies, has internet capabilities and great graphics. And the Dolphin says it can equal, if not exceed, the power I, of the I PS2. the Dolphin. Yeah. That's the GameCube, for yeah. those who don't know. That was its code name. It's all become too complicated now. I remember the good old days. We didn't have none of this fancy poly- poly- polygonal graphics. No, sir. We had gameplay. With games... This is Sage talking. <laughs> with games like Zelda, Mario, Pitfall, Super Punch-Out, and more. Nowadays, it's all graphics. The next-gen system I'll buy is the one that can match the fun and gameplay of my old Atari and NES. Sageiac at hotmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably being a little harsh here. I might suggest that you go back and play Pitfall again, too. I'm sure you'll find it's not as fun as you remember. Many of the old games I remember with a considerable amount of rose tinting. It takes a lo- it takes a strong will to acknowledge that they're not really as fun anymore. Super Punch-Out was cool, though. That's true. Super Punch-Out is still <laughs> fine. There's nothing wrong with Super Punch-Out. I, I still play it. That's great. These are freaking hilarious. I love it. What else we got here? So what year is this magazine from? Uh, this would have been like 98, I think. 97, 98. Because mm. the Dreamcast came out in 99, so maybe even early 99. Yeah, so it's after 97. I think it's about 99. It seems like it's just a little bit before the Dreamcast. Yeah, so I'd say it's probably so, early yeah. 1999. Yeah, I don't want to scroll up and find the, <laughs> the answer. 
Uh, let's see what else we got. Mario is no longer square. Whatever happened to Super Mario RPG 2? Is it ever going to come out? I mean, the first one was one of the best RPGs I ever played. That's, that's true. This game needs to come out. Nintendo's making the right move on making games that you get to be Mario and play as characters that we like. I hope Nintendo doesn't screw up again and not bring the game to the States. If they get any information on this game, please print it in your magazine. Paper Mario. Nintendo announced Paper that E3, that Super Mario Adventure, will not be out soon. Will not be out soon for the N64. Although not developed by Square, it is in fact, in effect, Super Mario RPG 2. And as such, we expect it to be something pretty special. So Super Mario Adventure is Paper Mario. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a screenshot there. That's, so, yeah, that's yeah. Screenshot. See, I never, I never like favorite RPG. It's a it's a great RPG. I love Paper Mario, but I never looked at it as a sequel to Mario RPG. Like I, I think it's its own. I see it's, it's, its completely thing. its own thing. Um, don't get me wrong; it's great, but it's not a sequel, which is kind of weird that they lump it in. What what a stupid person! Phantom delays. I just have one question for you guys: What's up with the Phantom Menace for PlayStation? I've heard that they can't release the game until September because of licensing problems with Sega, since they have the Star Wars trilogy license. I've been looking forward to this game for a while, so any info would be great. And he says, it has nothing to do with licensing. The PlayStation team at LucasArts is comprised of three very talented programmers who are overworked above and beyond the call of duty. When we visited LucasArts for our cover feature a few months ago, the PlayStation team was already looking very tired and very worried about the deadline. Thankfully, the deadline has now been changed, and the game stands a much better chance of living up to its high hopes everyone has for it. Has anyone played the PC version yet, though? What do you guys think? I haven't played. You guys play it? What game are they talking about? I don't know. Uh, they like, were talking there's about lots of Star Wars Phantom games. Menace for the PlayStation. License game? I haven't played it. I played I played a Star Wars game that was based off Phantom Menace called Jedi Power Battles. Maybe that's what they're talking about. That game was I don't know. It, it was good at the time, but it ages horribly, so one more letter, because I just saw the title list and we were hitting an hour. Squaresoft jumping ship. Oh wow, they predicted this. What's this I hear about Squaresoft not developing for PlayStation 2? I was oh, just at Electronics Boutique, and some guy said F of Anthology would be the last Squaresoft produced for Sony. And the Squaresoft was moving over to the Dreamcast because Squaresoft doesn't think people are going to buy a $700 system. I love Squaresoft and all, but Sega's broken my heart too many times. Square has already announced that Final Fantasy IX will be a PlayStation product, and if conversations we overheard at E3 are anything to go by, it could be out in Japan by March 2000. Beyond that, we don't know a Square's plans. However, the inclusion of the Glimpse of the Future demo of PS2 on March 2nd in Tokyo would seem to suggest that the firm is uh, closely affiliated with Sony's plan for a future machine. I don't think Square developed anything for Dreamcast. Dreamcast, I don't think so. Electronic, electronic, electronic Boutique. Yeah. EB, EB Games. GameStop. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so that's it for, I mean, there's, there's always more letters, but we, we don't want to go, we don't want to overstay our welcome, right? So, uh, I guess this is it for the, today's episodes, guys. Um, so, you know, thank you for listening. You know, I appreciate that, and I'm assuming that you guys do too. So, I want you guys to get involved on Facebook and Twitter. Bit. A little bit. We really want, we want to hear back from you. You know, if you just randomly jump on the show and you liked it enough to listen to the end, you know, pop, <laughs> pop us a line or, or, you know, subscribe on iTunes or like. People don't use iTunes, so... You know, SoundCloud, or just come back to Bonus Barrel, I suppose. But whatever helps, just tell a friend. Even you know, we gotta spread the word. Yeah. So also uh, check out BonusBarrel.com for news. We post pickups, videos for our YouTube channel, which has finally started. We actually have YouTube videos yeah, there now, YouTube guys. Videos. Part one, part two, shoot up this weekend. Maybe even part three. Woo! And uh, blog posts someday. And artwork. <laughs> might, some uh, some game art might come out. I might put some of uh, my like, game fan pieces out for fun. Sunday and Thursday, every new episode. So thanks again for listening. This is Rob. And Seiji. And Jeff. Peace out. <laughs>